How about them caps? Don't talk. Don't jinx yeah, anything. Yeah, <laughs> hey, we're not getting into sports <laughs> at all in this conversation. <laughs> let's Jeez. let's go nationals. Let's go beer. <laughs> you know what? I should have grabbed another. Let me do that. Have beer. This beer is so good. Have you had this, Keith? Um, I've had a bunch of stuff from Three Notch. I don't know if I've had that one. It's so good. I'm drinking. It's very orangey. German deliciousness. Oh, okay. It looks like it's straight from Germany. Bayern München. It is. Yeah, it's, yes, it is a German import. Cool. But I also have some Sierra Nevada. I've got my refill sitting right here next to me, ready and waiting, because I no. need to drink beer while we talk what? about heavy metal. Except it's for Tim, because Tim's a loser. I, I already <laughs> had a beer earlier, and it was 10%, so I'm kind of like... A, a beer. Uh, oh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, but it was 10%. This episode's going to be, oh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> nah, that was, <laughs> that was an hour and a half ago. So. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty tired, too. I mean, that Ozzy album might do that to you. Oh, <laughs> starting yeah, early. Let's, let's face it. Hey, Shots fired. We, oh, always start, we always start with the biggest band, so let's go ahead and just jump right Overkill? in with fucking Ozzy. And, uh, no. <laughs> we got to start the show first. Yes, we'll start the fucking show. Woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows the time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666. When a form of music that our children like becomes linked with ghoulish images and violent theatrics, it demands our attention. Hundreds of thousands of teenagers are locked onto so-called heavy metal music. I grew up metalhead. I love 80s. Yeah! 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 80s metal, like Metallica. Yeah! 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 What do you call this? Well, this place is called I Lick My Laugh Pump. It's gonna be abrasive, it's gonna be sickening, it's gonna be hard to listen to, it's gonna be aggressive, and it's gonna fucking kick you in the fucking balls of the pussy. Well, if you're five, 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 Welcome to episode six. <laughs> I get it. Of Somewhere in Time. Why are you? <laughs> you can use that again on episode 666. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I'm going to save the file right now to make sure that I remember that. Put that in your that calendar. Point. That's how old I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in, in, in 2092. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I thought that was way creepier than the Iron Maiden album. What? The, the isolated... What However, you got that the reading of the intro to Number of the Beast. Oh, I just pulled it from Number of the Beast. Well, it's yeah. In, what did you it, think that was? <laughs> I, I knew what it was. It sounded different to me. Huh. No, it was straight from the straight from the album. So, well, shit. 
And you need to bone up on your maiden, dude. Son of a I bitch. fucking know what it was. <laughs> I, I was actually totally expecting you to pull out the prisoner. So, uh, yeah. But it worked oh, just fine. Yeah. You, you blew uh, it! I did blow Well, I already used that once, though. <laughs> fucking idiot. I think I used that in episode two, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Actually, you did. You are number two. Yeah, now. you did. Yeah. It was number one. <laughs> the new number six. Hey, so uh, we're back. We're, we left for a while, and well, now we're back. Yeah. Unless you're listening to these episodes and you're binging them one after the other, and then you didn't know that we left for a little while. And now we're back, so. <laughs> you should assume we left. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's been a while. It's yeah. been a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. So episode six, we're gonna do some more 1988 talk. Yep, we're running out um, of albums. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. We still got some big ones coming up, but this one, uh, this episode's yeah. gonna be a. We got the we got the biggest yeah, of them, still to you know, to, to discuss. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. This 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 week's, I think, some interesting ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna talk about Overkill, uh, Under the Influence, No Rest for the Wicked by Ozzy Osborne. In case there was any <laughs> confusion. <laughs> Who? <laughs> oh john osborne gotcha. right <laughs> technically yes uh leprosy by death and uh, honorable mention is power trip by luda christ christ luda chris correct get it right get it right where are we starting i don't know i think we gotta we seem to always start with the biggest name and i mean let's face it who the fuck is bigger in metal than ozzy osborne so okay that's I cool. guess. Unfortunately, but as I think, uh, you know, Tim alluded to earlier, <laughs> there's not much to jump into with this one. Really? Um, I, this is going to be interesting, yes. Yeah. I, not a big fan of this album myself. Oh, no. I, I mean, that's the one thing for me, yeah. even with, with, with what I just said, I'm not that huge of an Aussie fan. I, I don't actually own any of his albums. So I came into this one fresh without any other, you know, I mean. The, the first two I, are I, I mean, let's face it. Oh, yeah. Blizzard of Oz yeah. and Diary of a Madman are fantastic yeah. Ozzy albums. Yeah, I mean, I would honestly go so far as to say that uh, the Randy Rhodes tribute is one of the best live albums. Yeah, yeah. great album. I mean, Agreed. But <laughs> no rest. Let's face it. Well, see, you were talking about Randy Rhodes, and I mean, if you're going to say what's who's the next best guitar player after Randy Rhodes that was in Ozzy's band, it would be yeah. Zach Wild, and this is Zach's first album. Yeah. Um, and I will say the solos on this album are amazing. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. solos. I mean, it's it's obviously Zach Wild. He's definitely got a tone and a, uh, the way he plays his guitar solos. But um, that's the one thing I did love about this album: the guitar, the guitar, guitar solos on this album were fantastic. Yeah, that's some good riffs too. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 This I like this album a great deal. This is the first album I own by Ozzy. Do you think that's why? You're into Maybe. it. Apparently, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I've always liked this album. I, I, I still like it's, it's all the way through. So, did you? I mean, did you? So, you said the first album you owned by him. Had you heard his stuff before yeah. this? Okay. Yeah. But this was the first tape I had of okay. Ozzy. And so, yeah, I'm looking at the songs right now. There's, they're all. Well, okay. I mean, it starts with the obligatory. I think it's song about the TV evangelist. Exactly, yeah. and it's even <laughs> mentions Jimmy. Yeah, in the song. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess Jimmy Swaggart was. It, um, yeah. I I think he had said some bad things about Ozzy Osbourne, so this was a oh, yeah. direct. Imagine <laughs> that. Direct. Well, yeah. And yeah, there were some. You know, obviously a lot of. Apparently, they were more alike than they even knew. 
They were more alike, is that what you said? Yeah. Oh. Well, as far as they liked having cheating sex. on their wives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess uh, that's that a is good point. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I you know, like I said, the first two Oz, uh, solo Ozzy albums are are my Classic. favorite by far. Um, right. And then I think you know Tim and I kind of even like Bark of the Moon. It started to get. Yeah. When Jakey Lee came in, it wasn't as good. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's all right. Yeah. That stuff's pretty good. And Ultimate Sin, it was, okay. again, was, uh, it's all so right. Was that I the guess. album before this? That yeah. was, right? Mm-hmm. I tried yeah. to listen to it. I couldn't get get into it. Yeah, yeah and I think with this one, um, if I if I remember correctly, the first song we heard on this album was Crazy Babies. I believe we that's like, correct. Ooh, <laughs> that what is that? so bad. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that. I kind of uh, like it. Ugh. I don't. It, yeah, it, it's, it's not. Horrible, oh, it is. I would say. I disagree. <laughs> it's so bad. It's really bad. Uh-huh. I do not like that I mean, song. At well, all. well, let's throw out Dev, uh, Devil's Daughter. What the fuck is that song about? Because it sounds like he's just a, <laughs> just a pedophile, like looking at a scant, like that underage girl. It's, it's I don't like, know, but you know what? Ew. What's funny is I took a note here that Devil's Daughter is actually better than I remember it being. Because I, 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 I looked at the track list of this album and I thought, no, I don't think I like that. One. I don't think I like that one. Maybe that one. And the Devil's Daughter was like, I don't remember that one and i listened to it i was like oh, actually, actually pretty good it's not too bad um i didn't really pay attention too closely to the lyrics so yeah, I, I, don't, I guess i, I gotta go back yeah and i don't know the lyrics on that one the what's fire in the sky now that's a very repetitive song yeah oh yeah but i still I, love the bass even huh. though it's repetitive hmm. bass it's I didn't, like huh. a really cool bass line over and over This album has a lot of like big hits, at least in terms of what you hear on mm-hmm. Ozzy's Boneyard. I think yeah. there's only maybe one song they don't play repeatedly. And I don't know if that was true across the board back when this album came out, but at least now in Ozzy's Boneyard, this whole album, except for maybe one song, is it's constant on that channel. So this might be his biggest in terms it's, of... It's this album and... Appetite for Destruction. Yeah, always on Ozzy's Boneyard. It's, I don't know, it's kind of weird for me because my favorite track was "The Liar," which apparently is a bonus. Is that track. the last song? Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. my favorite song too. <laughs> mine was yeah, uh, I mean, mine was like the second the bass, last. The hero was my favorite song yeah. on the album actually. Those yeah, it ended well actually. The last two. Yeah, yeah. I think la- Demon Alcohol might be my favorite. Oh. De- oh. Uh, Demon Alcohol was good. No. No. Bloodbath because of that stupid. Demon alcohol is so bad. Let's party. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I, I don't know. I, the one thing I will say about Demon Alcohol is his, his uh, vocal abilities are more. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of his range kind of comes out a lot more on that song than a lot of pretty much everything else he he, he has. I mean, he doesn't really utilize his voice. He's he's a good vocalist. He's absolutely yeah, absolutely. You know, but I think uh, Demon Alcohol, you actually hear some of. So because of the one line where he ability. goes, "Let's party," I'll get you. you. Hate the whole song. <laughs> Get you. Uh, That's just crazy. And I mean, I used I used the term cringeworthy a couple times when I was taking yes. notes, and that was the moment, one of the moments where I said cringeworthy. That and, just, and when he goes, uh, that song he goes, snobs. and tattooed tattooed dancer, tattooed dancer is another one. Where I was like, yeah, tattooed dancers suck. 
that, that a lot of just like, honestly a lot of it is kind of I hate saying this but kind of glam rocky the the riffs and on mm-hmm. a lot of this album are kind of glam rocky yeah. just like generic it's gonna be a long night for me <laughs> this one's three against two one three against two one we haven't gotten to this death this is yet. not King Diamond <laughs> <laughs> well fuck y'all <laughs> this, I think it's really interesting that this is kind of like there's something to the fact that when you where you come in to these bands yeah. where you are you like where you discover where, them yeah right. where, where you are in your life and how old you are and what was going on there's something to that because people there's people out there who got into metallica when load came out and that's that's kind of like they love that era that's their favorite era mm-hmm. and other people are like you're yep. absolutely insane and yeah you know i well, <laughs> and uh you know like i got into ozzy with um but I think it was Diary of a Madman was the first one I heard, and right. went back yeah. to. Blizzard we didn't Boston. even listen to Black Sabbath. No, like, I don't. Uh-uh. And even to this day, I I appreciate Black Sabbath and I and I like a lot of their songs, but I couldn't tell you. And this is going to be terrible, and yeah. I'm going to get shit for this, I'm sure. <laughs> but I couldn't tell you Shit. one Black Sabbath <laughs> album that you know from start to finish the track listing on. I I just couldn't do no, it. I like, can't you do tell that me, either. you know what's what's the track listing on you know Masters of Reality? I, mean, I don't know. I I'm, I couldn't even <laughs> tell you three songs on that album. S- Sweet Leaf. Um, right and I, I, mean, like I, I know the songs and I don't know the tracks I have it well yeah shame on you I, I yeah. you should get some <laughs> shit for that because <laughs> all the Aussie shame. all the Aussie shame ding ding shame <laughs> ding ding <laughs> ding all the Aussie uh, you know, Black Sabbath albums um, yeah they're probably better than this album yeah I, mean, I, I like Black I, I love Black Sabbath yeah so um, oh yeah and yeah. I, I had Black Sabbath albums before this, I think. I'm pretty sure right. we did. Well, I'm, I guess my point was just that I don't know his material. I wasn't a big enough fan to mm-hmm. go back and say, okay, well, comparing this album to a Black Sabbath, I I don't know. I, it, I'm not saying that they're the same. I'm just saying I, I, I'm not a good person to compare the yeah. two because I'm not a huge Ozzy fan. So Yeah, because I, I bought the tribute album and that had Sabbath songs on it. I didn't know the Sabbath songs until that album and that was mm. that was 86 mm. but still yeah i wasn't i didn't know it you know i didn't know the sabbath right. stuff so i do now but yeah. back then it was like yeah, okay yeah. it's ozzy oh he was in some band black sabbath okay that was 14 come on some band <laughs> shame he was 14 i was 14 still i understand but yeah it's like getting wings and you're like oh this this guy was in another band <laughs> <laughs> some little band from england <laughs> They weren't around very long. Some but guy it's named just John like Lennon, that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the uh, the production. Um, it's. I thought the drums sounded very drum machiney. Yeah. Um, there was no real power behind the drums. They're kind of buried in the mix. Do you feel like this had that 1988 snare a little bit? That yeah, yeah. really loud. Yeah, yeah. I and you know the other thing I wrote is it's very guitar heavy, but mm-hmm. I think that's obvious reasons why it's very <laughs> yeah. guitar heavy. But you can hear the bass really well in this album too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yes, and yeah, I clean. I had always thought this was Mike Ina- Mike Inez on this. It's not. But no, that he's on the right, next one, right? But, uh, this yeah. this bass player. Let me get his name. Oh, Daisley. Uh, what's his first name? Daisley. Bob Daisley. I've never like heard a name wrestler. <laughs> yeah, it does. Bob Daisley. Bob Daisley. <laughs> but I mean, he does a good job. Um, he, you know. Yeah, he's good to hear him. He's like Bob Heathcote or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Suicidals. Yeah. And now we left tomorrow like, yeah, all right. Thanks for showing up for that. Well, he made. he's, he's still making money, I'm, I'm guessing, from it. 
Who's the drummer on this album? Randy Castillo. Okay. Oh, okay. Same guy. Which I, he was kind of their, he was kind of the drummer of that band, right? Yeah, he passed For away a long though. time. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I remember I had a uh, I had a VHS of the Ultimate Sin live thing, and there was a drum solo on it, and he did this thing where he got out out from behind the drum kit and like played all the way around it, like in front of it oh, and okay. stuff. It was really weird. He's the only guy I've ever seen that do that. It was very bizarre. That is kind of weird. Yeah, really odd. I mean, I, cool. I, I, would, <laughs> I would get that if there were drums like facing both ways on his drum set so he could walk around and play the drums. I don't remember exactly what he was doing. I just know it was like, why are you doing that? Is that how he died? <laughs> doing a drum solo? <laughs> that seems like you could fall off the riser or something. I don't think that's how he died, but... Well, that's good. I mean, it's not good that... I guess there's no good way. No, but... <laughs> yeah. I don't seem, know. This it, album to me doesn't is... doesn't seem safe. No. It's... Uh, it kind of... I would lump it in with like one of those other hard rock slash glam ba- glam albums from the eighties. Like it just is there. This it's not, yeah. I, it's, it, it set a new era, uh, like a new era of the band, though. Yeah. because of just because of Zach Wild. Yeah. Like the riffs are all different from then on. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, you know? yeah. You can tell. It's, it's, you can tell he's writing the riffs. Yeah. I mean, he may yeah, not. Yeah, sure. He may not even get credit, but you, it's got his his sound. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, I think I like the next album, No More Tears better yeah um, i'd have to go back and listen to it again but well the title track alone like, blows away the whole this whole album on that no. oh yeah the riff in that <laughs> song is like oh my god yeah Come on, and man. do you think you know tim you said that this album um no, no rest for the wicked might be his biggest hits album i don't you think no more tears might be a little bigger is my mom coming home and no Maybe. more tears i just mean on that album there's more songs on here i hear more songs airplay yeah like yeah. in terms of on xm i don't know if that is um uh, yeah if that equates to what was a hit it equates to yeah. Hit. yeah i don't know it's just it's just I, it was weird listening to it because I was like, I've heard all these songs except for two of them, and I don't even know this album. Yeah, it was just weird. So yeah. they, they made Mom, I'm, Mom coming home sucks. <laughs> it's fuck that song. <laughs> it's, Very, it's terrible. Yeah, the best version of that song I ever heard. I saw Zach every song Wild. on this album is better than that. Any than that song is. Uh, I would disagree with that. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> I saw I saw Zach Wild uh, on a business trip in Chicago of all places. Um, that's a long story, but. He did a version of uh, "My Mom Coming Home" by himself, and the the audience sang it. The crowd sang the whole. That's thing. cool, and that was very yeah. cool. Like he just played an acoustic guitar, and the entire audience was just singing everything. It was really. I mean, he was kind of mouthing the lyrics to help people along, because you know, obviously, yeah. that's cool. And if you need to go to the bathroom, that's a good break. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect opportunity. Yeah. But yeah, and Zach Wild. I mean, good lord, Zach Wild. I think might be now that Dime is no longer with us, might be the best. Metal guitar player alive right now, anyway. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Just in terms of like tone and his ability, and just yeah, it's it's ridiculous. He's so good. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't have anything else on Ozzy. I mean, way to open up with an album that <laughs> nobody likes except me, Keith. <laughs> like you knew that going I, he's in. He's the biggest guy. In the got game. it out of the way. <laughs> why we got you, that one out of the way uh, why do you move guys on now? still hate metal <laughs> we do never learn apparently yeah. well so uh, the drummer of that band died so um <laughs> the guitar player of death died so are we uh, going to death next let's listen to more Sea <laughs> Sisters of Mercy okay. well, let's go to Overkill we should yeah. talk about Overkill yeah we should go to that yeah 
I think Overkill might be one that we all. Well, maybe not. I don't think. I don't think, I don't think Keith likes it. Keith. He's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Why don't you like heavy metal, motherfucker? I don't know how you guys can like listen to that vocalist, you know, Billy, and he's just. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean <he> just. <laughs> Excuse me. What did I say? Uh, yes, Sorry. but uh, that's that's the whole point. King Diamond and Overkill are two totally, completely different yep. things. Mm-hmm. King Diamond is pure metal in your fucking bloodstream. I would argue that well, so Overkill is Blitz. sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blitz is metal in your face too. I mean, yeah. Also, Overkill is no, way just, better than just, King Diamond. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, way Over, no, no, Bloppy no. Blitz. Bloppy Blitz has the perfect voice for a band named Overkill. Yeah, he does. No, he I doesn't. mean, the man's called. He's got the, he's got the perfect voice for a Barbie commercial. <laughs> a what? No, <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, one way or another, King Diamond is theatrical. There is like you know, there is you know, you, you could walk into any. Metal or punk on, show? Man. Have you heard in Union We like, Stand? Grandma! In and every single stand. motherfucker in that entire show will turn, turn around and be like, "Welcome home." <laughs> what the fuck lyric does anyone know from from Overkill? Oh, a lot. People know a lot. Yeah. Union I know we a stand. lot of their lyrics. Yeah. Uh, Hello from the gutter. I mean, there are some. But I don't care what you uh, say. Anthems. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. That's a great song. I mean, there's a ton of anthem songs from Overkill. Great, like chanting backing vocals that you'd sing along to. Yeah. Tons of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And why are we comparing them to King Diamond anyway? They're Vocals. two totally different bands. <clears throat> yeah, Vocals. the two bands that are kind of... You would like them or you don't based Very on the Very fal- high falsetto. Well, yeah, we don't like King Diamond. One does it perfectly vocal. and the other one just shouldn't have been doing it. I mean, I'd say that's, that's Overkill's biggest uh, stumbling block is that you either like or don't like the vocals. That probably held them back. Yeah, I would well, say. The album we're talking about is Under the Influence. Yeah. I mean, the, the, their catalog is ridiculous. They... They put out an album almost every year, still to this day. It's crazy. But uh, this album from 88, Under the Influence, um, I liked it a lot better than I thought I would Me going too. back. And I think that's because it's just prior to Under the Influence. Or no, I'm sorry. It's just prior to Years of Decay yeah. and Horoscope, which are my two favorite overkill. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are the best so ones. I hadn't really listened so to them in a while. There's three best. Yeah, yeah, yeah WFO is really good, too. Don't. Listen to I Hear Black because that's. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> listen to it later. I guess. Yeah. Well, maybe when you're falling asleep or something. <laughs> um, but <laughs> this album, I love the way this album starts. Like, it's almost like you came in in the middle of a song. Yeah. And you just get fucking blasted with this awesome thrash riff. Yeah. It's so good. Pure, straight New York thrash. I mean, First overkill I ever heard was Drunken Wisdom. I came in the middle of that mm-hmm. song. My brother was playing it. And I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, I was like, why don't you get yourself a life? Just get the fuck out. <laughs> I can oh, tell you exactly new favorite where band. I was. Yeah, I can tell you exactly where I was the first time I heard Overkill. I was at my friend Jay's house. We were watching MTV. It was like one of those metal blocks every 45 minutes, whatever. And um, in Union We Stand came on. And I was like, this was like 87, I guess. And I think I called Tim. 
I was like, I just saw this band Overkill. <laughs> they were like a mix between Metallica and Iron Maiden. Yep. They were awesome. That's exactly <laughs> what you said. <laughs> and they are not a mix between those. You called them from a payphone too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ran out to the payphone yeah, right. in the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I mean, at the time, I was you know 12, 13 years old, yeah. so I didn't know much metal. I knew a lot of hard Iron Maiden, a lot of Metallica, though. It was hard to draw like more accurate references, I guess. Right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> but yeah. Well, well speaking of Iron soft. Maiden and and Overkill, like they, they <laughs> straight up ripped. Yeah. End off. of the line. Yeah. 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 Is, it's Phantom of the Opera, I think. Right. Yeah, we decided. Yeah, or we determined. Yeah, I think you determined, Joe, that it was figured I mean, out. It, did, yeah. you, did you get to that part, Keith? Did you even bother? Uh, which which part? The song. In, in, song the end, end of the of, line. End of the line. End of the line. At, at like the four forty two mark. Can you pull it up, Eric? Yeah. Do you have, do you have that ability? <laughs> I do. <laughs> and they. I may have the technology to do that. They, oh no no yeah. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. End of the line. Uh, actually, my favorite song on this album. Oh, that, that, probably, I, I probably because of the Iron Maiden. Yeah, Iron Maiden thing. There it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the next part too is very. I think it, it just sounds like Maiden. I don't the know if it's right there know. where the bass yeah, goes up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's totally Maiden. God damn. Oh, that is so awesome. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's awesome because it's out now. Yeah, that's Iron Maiden. <laughs> yeah. That's well, okay. It's fine, yeah. And they stole the Wait. O from Iron Maiden's logo, so. Yeah. They stole the What do you uh, Eric, I think you were saying how like, when this starts, it just nails you with New York trash. I honestly think the first half of this album, I mean, Hell from the Gutter was pretty good, but the second half, Drunken Wisdom, End of the Line, Head First, and Overkill are fucking, th- that is a good album, just those four alone. Yeah, that is the mm-hmm. best part of the album, for I sure. Mean, and, and, I mean, it builds, I'd even yeah, say, yeah. I, 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 I love End of the Line the most because the bass work on it is just all over the place, and yes, completely and totally ripping off Iron Maiden yeah. tell me uh, but you know <laughs> it kind of builds up and Overkill just ends it perfectly yeah. you know it, it, it's, it's, a, it's an album you know so many other bands you know for the most part you put your number one song at second or third and then you know I mean the, the B-side is flat out the B-side yeah. you're half, half the time not even supposed to listen to it but this fucking B-side is just this is, I, I mean, yes, I'm always going to whine about Bobby Blitz's voice, but the last half of this album is fucking perfect metal. They got heavy uh, before a lot of thrash bands, you know, like the tune down like, uh, Black Sabbath meets thrash type of heaviness, you know what I mean? Like Drunken Wisdom's so, it's got such heavy parts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next album with uh, Skull Crusher. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, Skull Crusher is yeah. still one of the heaviest songs ever. They they knew how to get heavy. Yeah. Well, the one thing I remember loving about all of these albums as they were coming out was the fact that they song Overkill. Yeah. yeah. Kept continuing. That was one of the awesome, 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 coolest yeah. things about this band is they kept. You know, I don't know if you noticed, Keith, but that song is Overkill Three, right? Yeah, I, I did. So if you deal back. Dig into their back catalog and determine. Oh, look! Yeah, first album as one, they second all, album as two, and not yeah. only that, but 
each t- on on one, two, and three, the songs all end with a certain little guitar, yeah, little yeah. little diddly it thing picks up. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. the next yeah. one picks up where that left off, and it continues. Yeah, it was like the sequel. Yeah, know? the sequel. Like, and then even oh, on... Cool. Uh, they gave us a little taste. They didn't call you it know? Overkill on Years of Decay, but the last song on oh, yeah. Years of Decay is called is called uh, Evil Never Dies, and it's Overkill 4. Yeah. And it's the best of the four. That song... <laughs> oh, my God. That song is so good. <laughs> yeah. Evil Never uh, Dies! Yeah. But we'll, we'll Keith, get there. Did you ever hear their first two albums, especially the first album? Uh, I never... I'm Maybe. No, the first album has got... I mean, it's not punk, but the riffs... Yeah, it's... There's there's a definite punk New York it's, it's style crossover. influence. Yeah, I guess it would be crossover. Kind of, yeah. Is. <laughs> it's it's that, sort of that New York heavy metal, New Jersey kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But you're still not going to like his vocals if you don't No, like they're worse on that album. <laughs> they are worse, yeah. I mean, also, the one thing, you know, we... We haven't really talked about hair very much. <laughs> He's got to have the best perm in metal. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Hair, <laughs> yeah. He's it got curly 88. hair. <laughs> yeah. So it was no. 88. Let's not forget that. A lot of bad hair in 88. But who cares? Yeah. <laughs> really? That's how does. does that really matter? Well, one thing about Blitz that I did find out is he actually is a bassist, and that does make me like him more, even though his voice sucks. Huh. Is he really? I didn't know that. I didn't know yes. that. Yeah. Well, speaking oh. of bass and overkill, Keith. Come oh, on, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, if there's a band that you can always count on hearing the bass guitar. And it sounds so good, yeah. too. Oh, man. Especially like when they rip off Maiden. <laughs> it's the perfect mix. I'm just ignore that. But it's the perfect <laughs> mix on every album. The, the bass guitar sounds so fucking good on each of their albums. Yeah. It's mixed in perfectly. It sounds great. His riffs are fantastic. Like, the way he... He's not always just following the guitar, but, you know, it's it's really good. Yeah, really good bass player. One of the one of the best bass players in metal, if you ask. Underrated. Me. Underrated, yeah, for sure. I always thought the riff in "Hello from the Gutter" was never really thrashy. No, it's, it's not. It's kind of it's... interesting because I think that was the first song we heard off this album. I was, it was obviously the it was the video, right? Yeah, it's the video. And you know, what? It's, yeah, it, yeah, it's higher. You know, yeah. like, it's poppier. Yeah, it's, it's not, not the best poppy song. for thrash. Yeah. Well, that song's that song's kind of weird. Yeah, it is. It's a good song. Um, well, uh, other than on Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, <laughs> they tore it apart. <laughs> Yellow butter. Well, he does sound a little like Beavis. <laughs> it does, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, let's let's, yeah, let's take like him. let's take a second yeah. to talk about that because um, they they held a grudge with Beavis and Butthead because Beavis and Butthead did not like that song. No, they made fun of it, and. We saw them live, and they said something about it. And yeah. then, even on their live, their double live album they put out, they said, "This goes out to our two little f- shithead friends, or something." Something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like, like, just stop bringing it up. Yeah, just 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 ignore it. Just don't even admit it. Yeah. And just move on. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, if if you're relying on fan, you know, gaining fans from 
approval from Beavis and Butthead, that's kind of mm, sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Let's not, let's not worry too much about that. Yeah. I mean, come and on. And even if it, even if you are, if you bring it up, it just makes you look kind of yeah. petty. Petty. Yeah. It does. Yeah. But yeah. Um, they're cartoon characters, guys. Yeah. That's not. Uh, <laughs> that was the video from that album, right? Yeah. It's probably the only one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think, and I don't have any proof other than my. What I what I've heard of um, Bobby Gustafson, the, the guitar player, I don't think he wrote all of that solo on that song. And I, I've talked to you, you, Eric and Tim, about this. I just uh, I've been thinking about that. He did bring that up, yeah. and I feel like if that was the case, I don't, I don't, you know, like you said, getting the proof, so I can't say either way either. But I feel like if that was the case, uh, if that were the case. Kirk Hammett would have had some sort of credit somewhere. You know what I mean? No, not as, yeah. Because my guitar gently weeps by the Beatles. There's no Eric Clapton credit, and hmm. he's playing the solos on that. Huh. True. So if he's not getting credit for that, there's, I mean. But you know that that's. And even if Eric I don't, I'm not even saying it's that. Come out right. I don't even think he didn't. Um, I, I'm not saying he didn't play it. I just think somebody said, "Hey, here's a little." help with huh. this and it may not have been kirk hammett but yeah it, it does sound very it, different than all the other solos the other it solos sounds are, like he got help yeah that's true i'd agree with it's that his, it's his catchiest tightest solo probably of any yeah overkill song you think it's you think any of that's because gustafson played a gibson explorer like uh, james hetfield did <laughs> <laughs> a white gibson explorer just like james hetfield you think maybe well, they're, they're friends it. hetfield and gustafson oh yeah they are yeah. yeah you see him in like year and a half of life up to Alica. he's backstage at yeah. some of those concerts and stuff so yeah. But yeah, I, that there's something to that, Joe. I mean, because yeah, his solos are extremely sloppy. They're like they're not. They're just they they're just they below Slayer in terms of sloppiness. Yeah, <laughs> they're, yeah they're when a they, little more in key, but they're not. Yeah, they're not something he spent a long time. No, you know, he's a he's about. a riff guy, clearly. Yeah. Well, imagine if they had had Merrick Gant and uh, Rob Canavino on on that album and written some of those solos that those dudes write. Yeah. Because. Mm-hmm. I flip-flop between my favorite albums. It's either Years of Decay or Horoscope, and I usually go to Horoscope just because of the solos. Again, it's the guitar player thing, yeah, maybe, but player. the guitar solos in that album are so fucking good, and there's so many great songs on Horoscope, and I, I still think it might be my favorite Overkill album, but yeah, they could have really benefited from having some uh, <laughs> better <laughs> solo. guitar solo uh, player on that album, on, uh, on yeah. this album. Or, or a lead influence. guy, you know? Yeah. Right. Just a lead just guy, a, yeah. A second guitar player, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the riffs are on this album and, and, you know, several other albums are just fucking awesome. Holy shit. God. Yeah. <laughs> How about Brain Fade? No. That's song, right? <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's the worst song um, on the album. Mad Gone yeah, World. Uh, Mad Gone World. That's hard to say, right? It is. <laughs> um, the riff that's going on during the chorus, did you notice how, like, I don't know if it's complicated is the word, but oh, it's, it's kind of weird it's, time signatures going on. It, yeah, it's, it's all over the place. I, like, I noticed that too. I actually made a note yeah. of that. Huh, it is kind of some strange time signatures going on. We all concur. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 very unique in that sense. Like they're kind of climbing up a scale and back down over and over really fast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. Save me from this magical world. 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 Save me from this magical world.
when you when you go back and try to listen to these albums to analyze them, it's something you you pick up on, you know, you appreciate more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one definitely was. Yeah, yeah, because I in my head it wasn't as good as it actually is. This whole album. Yeah, I came out. I definitely. I've always liked the album. I came out liking it more. Me too. Yeah, me too. Yep. Because in my head, it's it's sitting like Eric said. It's sitting below. Uh, horoscope and years of decay it just sort of like is hanging out right. and you just go well yeah that one's good too and you just forget yeah it's so like if i'm gonna go listen this, this to an overkill i'm not gonna listen yeah, to it, it is because actually, it's yeah. not it's not the upper echelon but <laughs> no. this album's much better than state of you it is yeah but i was a waste but i see your point <laughs> oh, yeah. Keith. yeah yeah it's similar to that situation where it's just sort of like yeah but it's yeah. far better than a lot of the stuff that came out later oh of overkill yeah yeah well, well and that's hit, the thing i i kind of so hit and miss they are yeah i I'll admit, I actually haven't listened to the last two albums at all. I mean, this the last album, Poser. I've told you, I think it's really good. <laughs> the one before it, I don't even know what it is. So that's, that's the last one, the grind, Grinding Wheel? Is that yeah, the last yeah, one? Or? Yeah. Yeah. I have not listened to that. Yeah, it's they're good. It, they're produced really well and they're, they're super tight, but it's just. The drummer's really good. Yeah. It's just, but it's, there's nothing really. Is. They lost all that groove and that those really cool backing vocals that you had on these albums where there's just weird little grunts and stuff they do. That's all gone now. Well, I almost feel like they should just take time to write a really good album. Yeah, I, I wish feel like they, they would. just work too hard on trying to put new new material out all the time yeah. that they're not taking the time to actually write really good songs. I don't know. I haven't, like I said, I haven't listened to the last two, so I may may not be one to talk. I but. mean, they're they're fine. They just don't. These have character and charm and uniqueness, and these new ones are kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, they're straight up thrash albums, and yeah. it's fine. It's good. It's just not, you know, the older stuff yeah. had dynamics and cooler things going on and just you know mm-hmm. <laughs> we we were at a i think we we're at the 9 30 club and they went on their um their break before their encore and he, and blitz was just standing at the bottom of the stairs you could you could like look down and see the the back like the the stairs to the backstage and he was just standing there smiling like just <laughs> this weird smile and i reached down and high-fived him he was just like so happy to I don't know. He, you, I guess Wait, you can see why that? they put out. What when we saw him at nine thirty? Yeah, it was on I the, it was the Bayou. No, we saw him on the I Hear Black tour. Oh, that was nine thirty club. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was and the old nine thirty or the new, the old one. Yeah. It's the old one. I remember that. Yeah, I do. I see. I remember that, Joe. But I, I, I guess you know how your memory kind of fucks with you. I, I remember it a little bit differently. But I do remember him being next to the stairs. I thought he was at the on the balcony. I thought he was. Upstairs. No, this said like it was one of the sides of the stage. You go down to the the backstage, but he was just like hanging out, just <laughs> just, just smiling. Yeah. Just, I remember just like, just like people just, were around him, just hanging out and like chatting with him. And no, well, I don't know. Maybe they were later, but at that oh, moment, okay. he, I just looked down and he was standing there, just looking up, like he loved what he was doing. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty fucking cool, man. I met him in '88 on this tour, actually, on this the, under the influence tour. But we, me and Steve and my brother, went. To what was Jax before it was Jax? It wasn't the Copa. Zax. It was Zax. Zax. I guess it was Zax. This is an '88. It was like Zax and Zax Two, and then I think Jax it was Zax, Zax One. Two. I guess I don't know. But we <laughs> we weren't old enough to get in. Regardless, it was a 21 and over show. We weren't old enough, so we just stood next to the back door because Dee Dee Verney's bass was shaking the wall, and you could <laughs> like the ceiling and the gutter was like, Brrr! and we're like, let's just stand here and listen to this because you could hear the songs and you could you know oh yeah and this guy came out and he goes what are you guys doing man we're like well we're too young to get in so 
we can't get in. We're just listening out here. And he's like, hang on a second. And he left, came back, and he goes, follow me. He's like, this never <laughs> happened. Stand right there. <laughs> Do not move. So he let us in. And we got to watch nice. the show. At, you know, That's awesome. Yeah, and then uh, they... Pl- at Jack. At Jack's. And they pl- they played Overkill 1, 2, and 3 back-to-back. It was fucking oh, awesome. awesome. <laughs> you want to hope that was somebody from Overkill's crew, too. It was probably someone that worked for Jack. It, but- it might have been somebody from Overkill's crew. Maybe it was. And we, we got to meet him after the show, and Blitz was taking a, so- or a beer can and biting it. Like, <sighs> I, have a, I have a picture of it somewhere. Oh, my gosh. And uh, Dee Dee Verney was out there, and uh, the drummer. Who was the drummer? Uh, uh, Sid Falk. Sid Falk, yeah, he was out there. Uh, this, is, this is his first album, too. It is, yeah. Them. yeah That's right, yeah. Which is a big upgrade from Ratskates. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rat yeah, there's some awesome drum stuff on this album. Yeah, the first song almost has... It's not quite blast beats, but it's pretty damn close for 88. It's, I thought that too, yeah. yeah. And it's like, that's you're getting pretty close to blast beats, and those don't really exist in 88, necessarily. Right. What the fuck right. is a blast beat? It's the... Uh, oh, man. It's like a what? single stroke Why don't you roll. like heavy metal? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know this term. It's um really fast snare bass drum, like uh, super fast, like... A, well, didn't flam with a snare and bass. Yeah. Wasn't Charlie Bonante... Oh, okay. Just Maybe he didn't... Maybe maybe Charlie didn't invent it, but wasn't Charlie one of the kind of innovators of that whole thing? Yeah. Because there's stuff on... Probably like, unintentionally, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's stuff on Spreading the Disease, I think, that is Blast Beats, if I remember correctly. Maybe. I can't I remember Let's go that. back and listen, but... I Definitely live I believe... stuff they do. He, he does. He throws Blast Beats in there. In general, I don't like it. I don't... I don't know. It's used a lot in death metal. Yeah, I just well, it's mm-hmm. used it's used in in hardcore these days and in, in grindcore. Yeah, I just yeah. pretty much yeah, in yeah. grindcore, it's it's all any drummer does. Yeah, it's like it's so boring. It's just, yeah, you yeah. lose you the lose. Entire, I, yeah, I don't understand yeah. how an entire genre is based off of you know well, Cookie Monster vocals and the exact same beat. drum beat. God, it can it can be it can be used well. Yeah, it can be sparingly. Spots, yeah, it's one of those things. But it's when you're entire song is a blast peak it gets really fucking boring. oh it's so boring yeah you fucking stop <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like anything anyway. else it's you know too much of anything it's like all right enough stop yeah, it yeah. like king diamond what? <laughs> <laughs> i have a <laughs> one album is enough of that i have <laughs> jesus christ guys <laughs> any chance any chance you just agree wrong no. Good. Don't agree. Right, it's good. boring when people agree. Who wants to listen to that shit? Go ahead. When um at that Bayou show with uh, with Overkill, Eric. Yeah. That was on the. That was WFO. That was way later. Oh okay. Yeah. So that that was probably ninety four. Yeah. Ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. So the we were up front, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember this, but uh, I had that awesome beanie cap with the o from overkill mm-hmm. yeah yeah that yeah. i wore and um i was we were up front and rob canavino am i saying his name right canavino yeah that's right he uh he well i'm just i'm just like you know headbanging or whatever watching one of the songs and <clears throat> i turn and look at him and this i see this thing flying through the air at my head and it hits me right in the forehead and oh. it it bounce, it, it's a tiny thing and it goes down to the floor and, it, and I see it on the floor and it's a pick <laughs> that he flicked oh. towards me and um, somebody else rushed in and grabbed it and oh. then I see him up on stage laughing at me because it 
it hit me in the forehead <laughs> and he's doing like a house in his mouth sorry man and he points at me and uh, uh and i'm just and there's people around me are like kind of laughing i'm like well, what the fuck man i could have gotten a pick there but yeah. it was cool because the next song he's playing and he points right at me and he flicks these guys get so good at flicking picks i guess yeah. he flicks it right at me from across the stage and it, I felt like it was like slow motion, like, like the natural. Like I just reached up right above my head and grabbed it. Nice. And I was like, yeah. And he pointed at me again. And I felt like, you know, fucking I'd won the Super Bowl. The that, happened to me with, uh, that happened to me with Andreas Kisser, but I totally whiffed. messed up. And yeah, I did whiff and I missed it. <laughs> so I was on the balcony and he was right below me. And he's like, saw me and he flicked his pick. And I went Ugh! like an idiot and just totally missed it. <laughs> And then we met him afterwards. This was at Hammer Jackson. We met him afterwards. Like, I was, I almost caught that pick, man. He, oh, Hammer Jackson. Where the guy fell down behind the, the tapestry? Yeah. Yes. The that was the same show. <laughs> <laughs> Igor Cavalera turns around. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know how that guy lived, much less walked out of there. Know, he so probably weird. slid down the, the <laughs> banner like, behind him or something. Like a fucking superhero. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so everybody likes that album now. I'm glad yeah. you. I'm glad we changed your mind, hey, Keith. Keith liked half of it. Like half of it. That's, That's a win. you know. I mean, the vocals still are garbage, especially you should compared go to, to the years of the true, uh, true Titans, like King Diamond. But <laughs> you know, Titans. music Wrong. was pretty fucking good. Pretty solid Keith, thrash there. I need you to be a. I need you to be a bigger man than that. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't complain about it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we move on to uh, death? Leprosy. Chuck Schuldner. Yeah. Chuck Schuldner. 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 Is it Schuldiner? Schuldiner, yeah. Yeah. That guy. I will say that death, among the death metal bands, they have my, I I give them the most respect. I mean, exactly. There's no way you cannot respect what Chuck did. And, and, uh, I I mean, if if you don't like the vocals, that makes total sense because it really took no talent to do that. And unfortunately, it's, pretty much created like three different genres yeah. that all sound the exact fucking same yes. and two of which just are non-stop blast beats but one way <laughs> or another <laughs> you know death metal i mean chuck wasn't the didn't create no, death didn't, metal no, per no. se but one way or another i mean I, and also you got to look at you know when they started with scream bloody gore into spiritual healing and then to leprosy and human I no, mean, no no you got it backwards uh was leprosy second yeah, yeah okay so. fine but i mean i really would say that that you could actually see the talent his talent oh, yeah. improve like yeah definitely, definitely. you know That's you turn true. around i That's mean true. It, it's yeah I mean, well, one thing i noticed is, keith and maybe you can speak to this a little bit but i noticed on this album maybe it's different on other albums but the bass was surprisingly loud the bass guitar was surprisingly loud when i listened to it like a lot of and maybe that's because Chuck plays bass on the album, and he wanted it. I think we another thing too. about the bass is he doesn't match the guitar, huh. so he's he's play, right. I, I think he's playing slower a lot, so you you can actually get to hear the bass a little better. Yeah, but the, I think it was the song "Born Dead." Um, the bass in that song is super loud. Maybe that has some. Yeah, and the production's not even throughout 
unless I got a no. It's not cop. okay. Yeah, that's another thing I noticed. It's they re- some songs the the snare the levels are different. different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I personally I <laughs> here we go again. But <laughs> I didn't really like this album. I wasn't. Oh. <laughs> yeah, for me, for me, all the other albums on this. Each time I started listening to one, no matter what, as soon as I started it, I'm like, God damn it! I wish I was listening to Death. I'll say this: I listened on YouTube because I guess it's not on Spotify. But no, it's I listened Spotify. to this. Oh well. <laughs> For some reason, I listened on YouTube, okay. and, and it, it rolled right into the next album, and I didn't even notice. Like, I just was like... <laughs> I already wait. had the album. <laughs> Am I still listening? One true metal fan here. Oh, I have spiritual healing. I, don't, I just don't have this one. I have that, too. I have human. I have... I, I did have to individual get um, the first album from um, Amazon Music, which I, I pay for, but yeah. I guess it's, that's like Spotify, right? Spotify, you pay a monthly fee, and then just get whatever you yeah, want. That's yeah, that's what Amazon Unlimited yeah, it's the is same. like, okay. too. Yeah, but yeah, I just I don't know. It it didn't it didn't grab me. I mean, I did go back and actually listen to a lot of the other stuff because after, I think it was Spiritual Healing that it played right after it mm-hmm. finished Leprosy, and I was like, okay, well, that's a better album. I because I get, do remember got, liking I do remember liking um, Human Human yeah, human. yeah. yeah. and I, went, I was like, okay, this is that was better. their that was like their breakthrough yeah album, it was, and it's much better like the drums well, clearly got, were better oh, yeah. they got better yeah. musicians on it yeah yeah yeah. 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 Yeah, that's, uh, and and yeah. he he refined his writing, I think. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This um, is very raw. This. Yeah, the songwriting was better on that album. I thought, like, it just for me that the like leprosy and and um, uh, uh, spiritual healing were kind of just I don't know. They spiritual healing was the first album the I heard by them, and so I have that attachment to it. And and mm-hmm. I didn't really go back to this one a lot. It's not as it's not as good. I no, it's as not. spiritual healing, but they're very close. And their sound, and, and how he sings, and the production. This doesn't have a lot that I remember. Like pull the plugs, kind of got a, a memorable part. Yeah, it does. You know, and then other than that, it's kind of it's there. It's it, repetitive. Yeah. But so Keith, how can you like this so much, and then not like Overkill because of his voice? <laughs> <laughs> the no, singer is it, like all he's doing is growling and doing death metal vocals. It's mm, not. It's not anything that takes a ton of talent. I'm sorry. It's, yeah. It's no. Like, I, I I agree with. He's that. a better guitar player. He's a fantastic guitar player. Yes. But vocally, it's like eh, okay, yeah. you're just doing death metal shit. I don't. I don't know. I mean, didn't grab me. Didn't grab. Me. Uh, I, I don't know. For me, death is one of those bands, and this this is more, like, I guess, a personal thing. But I just feel like they put their fingerprint, you know, on the genre and and. Uh, as much as you know, like for me, first death metal, first death album I ever bought was uh, Scream Bloody Gore, and I flat out bought it for the album cover. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "All right, whatever the fuck this is, this is gonna be good." <laughs> and then I listened to it, and I'm like, um, "Well, it sounds good, but you know, yeah. one way or another, you know, I mean, a lot of like, especially that album. I mean, so much of the lyrical content is just flat out cheesy. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mutilation and and uh, I mean, Scream Bloody Gore, the the, tra- the title track. I mean, <clears throat> but uh, as time has gone on, I grow to really kind of revel in that cheese and uh you know make myself a nice sandwich but uh you should you should embrace some cheese if you're gonna like metal yeah I mean, oh yeah face it yeah absolutely but uh sure 
Well, I think, uh, Keith, you said that it kind of defined a genre, which I would agree with, but that genre is death metal, and I yeah. never liked death metal. So Mainly because of the vocals. It, like, I don't like obituary. I'm not a fan of obituary. I don't like a lot of that stuff. So it just, you know, and a lot of that, too, is because the riffs, and Tim knows what I'm talking about, yeah. there's a death metal riff. <laughs> a death riff. metal riff. And what I think it started that? with Slayer. It started with, um, <clears throat> I think, on Show No Mercy. They, st- they did this. It's the one it's single note yeah. really fast, yeah. right? Yeah. It's not even that. It's a repetitive, like, this pattern of. It's that specific pattern. And they use it like crazy on this album. Just put a thrash beat behind it, and you're good to go. That and is then, a classic death metal, yeah. yeah. And then just rope that it. I think it did come from, like, well, Slayer. Who knows? But Slayer, yeah, Slayer. Pretty sure it was, it. yeah. Pretty sure it was on one of the first Slayer albums. Either it, um, it might be Rain and Blood. If we're, if we're talking about original death metal bands, like, do you guys, do you guys know about Atheist? No, because they they came out around the same. Well, they had different names. Hmm. I think Joe, you may have shown me that a long time ago. Because they they were kind of a more musical, like they kind of were what death became before death Um, they're worth checking out Um, Wikipedia says they also had the name Oblivion and then Ravage which is an acronym but but you can find their stuff as Atheist Um, if if you can get past the singing, because the singing is very similar to death, mm. but um, mm-hmm. they're All they're, death they're much yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But they're they're really good, like musicians. Like they're it's it's really intricate stuff that they do. I just wanted to throw that out. If we're, we're talking yeah, yeah. about like original death metal bands, they have to be uh, considered too. And they but they're both bands are from Florida, so yeah. I'm guessing think, they, they cross yeah, paths. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, funny that yeah. Florida is really would spawn death metal. Yeah, it's and, weird. Yeah. Wide. Well, I think. Florida. Um, well, then, I mean, think about the Bay Area. I mean, the Bay Area produced so much of the best thrash there is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, how is San Francisco doing that? San Francisco, you know? New York. Isn't, isn't right? the Grateful yeah. Dead from there? Yeah. For yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of those things, I guess. Yeah, see, for me, I think the, the Sepultura is the closest I'll get to death metal. Uh, like, and I actually enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. And I don't, they're not death metal. They're, I wouldn't I wouldn't classify them as death metal. But after the first two albums, yeah, they really Yeah, the first two albums were, yeah. His vocals are close, they're right? Close. Especially yeah. the first, like you said, the first two albums are pretty much The difference is emotion. Vocal-wise. He puts emotion into his vocals and you yes. feel something. With death metal, you don't feel anything. You just feel like, okay, well, he's growling. Yeah, it is one, it's one flat. It is one sound. And it's funny that they have a song it's, called Flattening of Emotion because that's exactly what the vocals are doing. It's very ironic. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys listen to the um, live tracks that were at the end of leprosy i tried was that on, <laughs> but i i just thought it was funny that he would be like he's talking normal to the crowd and like the next song is called <laughs> yeah he did and that. you're like what song is it he did and that then on, he starts uh, playing you're like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> like don't don't sing don't growl it i don't know what you're gonna play now <laughs> that's kind of what well actually no i was gonna say that's what tom Mariah did in the early slayer days but he wouldn't even talk to the crowd he would just flat out between songs going this song <laughs> is called <laughs> you know whatever it's kind of kind of like ozzy osbourne the opposite of that though like you know pretty much while he's singing you can tell what he's saying and then when, he's when he talks, he's just talking. It's just like, <laughs> fuck language is that? That was a skit on Saturday Night Live. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back when the Osbournes was huge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
They're trying to get like his lunch order. <laughs> they didn't like what do you want? What do you-? He had to sing it. Like, oh, okay. oh, that's right. Yeah, that's pretty good. Hey guys, uh, Carol's ordering uh, Tex Mex from Baja Fresh. What do you guys want? You want anything from Baja Fresh, Aussie? What did he say? Ozzy, we're having some problems here in the studio. Would you mind singing your lunch order? <laughs> A chicken fajita would sure hit the spot. Guacamole and chips and sour cream on the How about the drink? How about the drink, Ozzy? Diet Coke! <laughs> With ice, ice, ice! Sounds good, Ozzy. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I remember it's Horatio Sands. Yes. <laughs> You remember the uh, the weird owl interview with Ozzy? Oh my god! No, that was awesome. <laughs> Don't. They got a they got <laughs> completely fake. Yeah, they took one interview mm. of Ozzy and then cut. Oh, I kind of do now. Weird owl. Yeah, just cut to when he's. He's f- <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Speaking of kind of, of back owl, off to know, Ozzy, yeah. yeah. You guys were talking about how Overkill adds onto their stuff. Well, Weird Al's the one who started that shit with Yoda. What are you talking about? Every what? single tour, he plays Yoda during his encore, and he'll add maybe an extra measure or phrase, and every single year, he adds a little bit more. Huh. Oh, okay. I see. And that's where Overkill probably got it from. <laughs> um, Clearly. Most likely. Clearly. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> All credit goes to Weird Al for... Yep. Fuck yeah. <laughs> He's... Did he created have an, hardcore punk. Did he have an 88 album? <laughs> he might have, because wasn't wasn't uh, <laughs> bad. Yeah, bad. it wasn't to have been sometime around there. No, that was not. That was probably 90, right? I don't Didn't know. Bad come out in 90. Let me yeah, look. I, I'm gonna well, look. It like like 91 fat. when when fat, fat came, came out. out. Yeah, that does seem like the 90s. I mean, but no, you're right. Even worse came out in 88. And that oh, was, there uh, you go. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, my God, <laughs> Hey. <laughs> so I, what did bad I know come number out? number seven is going to be, uh, you know. Iron Maiden and Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'll do it. <laughs> April, <laughs> April 12th, 1988. I, 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 I own it. I, I will be. I've got it in my library. Shit out of that, yeah. We're just admitting we're out of albums I have a lot now. of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't come prepared for death, did we? Well, there wasn't much to talk about. I mean, hey, the, the I'm death. Not, I'm I would not a say. Fan, so. I mean, uh, one other thing to say about death is, I mean, uh, Eric, you know, uh, you might not. I mean, let's face it. There's a shit ton of people that probably don't like death battle just because of the way the vocals are done. Yeah. Right. But I like looking at the entire uh, catalog of death. I don't know that I could say they have a bad album. I mean, you know, everything has got, you know, quality to it. I mean, maybe not every single song is is gonna be you know pull well, a plug I, but i feel like they got better as they as they got, oh they yeah, absolutely they improved i'd say they improved on every single album um they, they peaked like most other bands i, I think and then yeah. he died yeah obituary was the other death metal band that i i kind of i dug more than 
Well, I like Death, and then it was Obituary, and that was pretty much it. Same producer. Death Metal. Scott yeah. Scott Burns. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he he produced a lot of yeah. that type of music. He produced That's, some uh, Sepultura, too. Yeah. It's that same sort of, I don't know, uh, drop D guitar sound and kind of... <laughs> <laughs> and growl. And growl, and the drums sounding kind of, I don't know, echoey. Uh, it's just... You can tell it's his style. You can tell he produces yeah. stuff. So what three genres did death metal or death the band spawn, Keith? Well, death metal, okay. grindcore, and uh, I don't know, I think it's deathcore or some crap like that. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, I don't understand. Like All the cores? Really, it, it, There's it, too it, many genres. Like the, the hardcore started with Agnostic Front and like shit, shit like that, Madball. And then because of Cro-Mags, became more of a metal thing and then somehow in the early 90s they all just started doing death metal vocals because probably no one had any talent so they just you know that was the easiest thing to do mm-hmm. and that's all of a sudden become what hardcore is it's it's just they're playing death metal and calling themselves hardcore huh. and i don't get it <laughs> <laughs> is that what we hear now when it's like the it's kind of a death metal, but there's also like a um, a big scream at the end of lines. It, that's yeah, that's kind of like Lamb of God a little bit. Yeah, kind of like that. Where he's like, I mean, he's not. I don't know. His, his vocals are weird. I, it's channel. It's uh, XM thirty seven. It's liquid metal. <laughs> yeah. yeah liquid Where yeah. Uh, you turn it on and, and within five minutes you're gonna hear that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> liquid metal. You get like one out of every five songs is good. Maybe. Liquid metal. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. maybe. I stick to 38 and 39, 99% of the time. Is that Ozzy's Boneyard and... Ozzy's Boneyard and the hair, hair metal. Oh, the boom. Not hair nation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like that uh, stuff. Uh, and none of these three albums didn't have any cover songs, did they? I don't think they could have. No. I don't know what they'd cover. Death. Oh, oh the, uh, I thought you meant death. Oh, I mean the, the, three, uh, the three albums we've talked about so far. No, you're right. They didn't. And ordinarily mm-hmm. in 88... Some oh, these, yeah, that's these true. bands almost always hit covers. Yeah. And these didn't. No. But Death did do a really good cover of um, Painkiller. Did they? Death did? Really? Yeah. Why wow. would you guys have heard that? No. That would be well, that's, I'll have to check that out. Check yeah. play it right it's now. It's probably better than the original. Do you have that magic? <laughs> do you have the yes. magic to do that? I do. No, it's it's like he's actually singing on it. What? It's not. It's not as. It's well, not yeah, Alfred. It's not, but yeah, you're not gonna be Alfred. He's he's hitting notes. <laughs> A little faster. <laughs> yeah. Wow, those are awesome. What? Yeah. Is that Chuck? Yeah. Yeah. How is that possible? That's impressive. I, I don't know. know. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's crazy. I never heard that before. They crushed it. I mean, he almost it, sounded like the singer creator a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, like if he could do that, why didn't he sing yeah. some other time? That's really strange. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, do you Maybe think he felt obligated because he had. I mean, yeah, I mean, let's cool. face it. Yeah, he, he was one of the first to start doing the. Yeah, I mean, I get it. You know, you, you want a death album, you're not going to yeah. want that. <laughs> You know, right, right. you want a McDonald's hamburger, you don't want to play a fish. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that filet of fish. Remember that commercial? Yeah. They got the golden arches, we got the gold ducks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> they got the Big Mac, we got the Big Mac. <laughs> Give me that fish. It's <laughs> one of my all-time favorite commercials, by the way. And Allison gets... She looks at me like she, she's going to kill me when, she, when I play that commercial. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anything else about I think we should move on. Yeah. yeah I think we've yeah, killed this I mean, one. I think we've well, killed death. Check. <laughs> well, check. R.I.P. Killed by death. <laughs> That's so, actually a band, I believe. It's a, that I believe is, you know, Grindcore or something. <laughs> it's a Motorhead song, for God's sakes. Oh, that's probably where they got it from. <laughs> probably. <laughs> well, Overkill got the name from a Motorhead song, too, so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Overkill! Overkill! Motorhead got their name from, I don't know. Just I have no idea. people that work on cars, I think. We're called Motorheads. Drugs. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think so. Ask, we'll ask our British friend, Paul. Actually, you know what? I think oh, you're right. I think it was, I think it was <laughs> drugs. <laughs> yeah. Anything that's remotely British, just ask Paul. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. He would know. <laughs> Did you fucking know that? <laughs> oh, he'll know. Yeah, he'll know. Uh, so, Ludacrist? Yeah. Ludacrist. Do it. Yeah. Ludacrist power this was, trip. Uh, it's funny because I, when we talked about this, I remember thinking to myself, I remember liking half of that album. Mm-hmm. And then I played it, and I was like, "I like half of this album." <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> well, I the didn't. Memory served you correctly. Yeah. I knew about the band. I I didn't ever hadn't listened to them until I I saw this was a 1988 album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew Scatterbrain. I like. Yeah. I, I really liked their first album. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I played this, I was like, well, "This is this is really good." Yeah. Like I, I don't know why I never heard this before. So for those that don't know. Tommy Christ, the singer and guitar player. Uh, I don't think he's, no, a he's, just, he's a vocalist. Oh, so, I'm sorry. Singer and the guitar player, Glenn Cummings, yes. formed yeah. Scatterbrain later. That's right. Yeah, Tommy Christ was singer, guitar player, Glenn Cummings. Later formed Scatterbrain. Glenn Cummings so, is a guitar player that is ridiculously good that you never, ever, ever hear about. Yeah, you know, right. the one thing I'll say is the solos kind of caught me off guard on this album. There were a lot of really good solos on this album. I didn't really... He's like, going in, I didn't expect that at all. Yeah, he's like virtuoso um, level. It's like the song uh, "Well Dressed Man Disguised," yeah, which is probably my favorite song on the album. The solo in that that song is fantastic. Best song is "Damage Done." That's the mm, best song. That's a good song too. But I mean, let's let's face it. I mean, Ludacris was was never huge. I mean, no. Scatterbrain. No. Scatterbrain's kind of one hit wonder too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's not really a hit either. One it's album. Like, Kind of, it got, yeah. sort of. It got, it got that, some play but, yeah. on MTV, but that was so, all that. The song Tip of My Mind, it reminded me a lot of uh, uh, Mr. Bungle. Hmm. It's got yeah. that part, you know. There's some breakdowns in it that were 
jazzy sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, but you could tell these guys are all good, like really good musicians. Yeah, the drumming was. There's, on this one too. There's almost there's some blast beat stuff. It's kind of like the drumming on the mm-hmm. on the um, in suicidal. Well, like the, considering these guys, you know, kind of came from the the they they flat out did come from the the New York hardcore scene. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot like that. Like the first suicidal album has some weird, almost blast beaty kind of things, and this this album has that too. It's yeah. weird, not straight up thrash drums. It's more punk crossover. Yeah, you know, but which is weird for me. I I will say this. I mean, as stated, you know, these two of these guys created Scatterbrain, yeah. and Here Comes Trouble is seriously just a great album. Yeah, yeah. The entire time I'm listening to this, I I just wanted to put in. <laughs> Here comes no, I Let's face it, yeah. definitely not Scamboogery. That album, no, that sucked. album's terrible. No, they, they, they <laughs> fell off a cliff, man. Yeah, horrible. Oh yeah, big time. God, yeah. what <laughs> happened? The hell happened? <laughs> I mean, that was like, and, and <sighs> that's another thing. Like, like, I mean, let's face it. Here comes trouble. Like, the, like it's ninety percent jokes. Yeah, and it, it's hilarious jokes. Yeah. and there's really only one joke on this album. And I, you know, it's funny, Keith, because I had the same problem listening to this yeah. as when I would hear Tommy Christ sing. I, exactly. It, you want you're expecting comedy. You're yeah, expecting yeah, you, yeah, exactly. Comical, and I'm like every time you know, he did that, I'm just like expecting down yeah. the there's, ship. Or, there's some, some, there's some, yeah, there's some uh, tongue funny stuff on this. Yeah. Well, there's I know there humor. is, but it's, it's I don't know if it's it's up to you whether it's funny or not, but. They're they're going for humor, like yeah. Um, sure, yeah, yeah. This party sucks. I, I didn't like sucks. that song. Yeah, that's yeah. no way too on the nose. Not, not a very good song, <laughs> but it, you at least get the joke. Yeah. You know? And then the what is it? The well dressed man, man disguise, which is a, a like a version of is that the Iwo Jima song? No, no, no. That's not even on. Yeah, the I don't really get the Iwo Jima song. That's I not on the actual that. original. Yeah, it's like a bonus track. But it's um. Yeah, it's it's a cover sort of. They kind of change the lyrics around and make it yeah, silly. It's, and it's, I thought yeah, it was funny, jokey too, but but yeah, yeah. it's not on the. My my problem was just album. that I you know, I think what Keith was saying is kind of accurate. Is I, I I'm so used to listening to him in Scatterbrain that it's I have a hard time listening to him in this really almost hardcore slash metal band because a lot of this album reminded me of like DRI or. Yeah, you know, a little bit of MOD, <clears throat> MOD in there. It wasn't like, you know, at all like Scatterbrain. I, you know, no, that's well, because I, I had, I had well, zero expectations for, the first time I heard it. That, um, so I was impressed. Like that, it's good thrash, you know, crossover. Um, yeah, crossover. Mm-hmm. That's that's the term I was trying to think yeah. of. Um, but trying to be well rounded for this podcast, I went back and listened to their first album. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is better, Immaculate Deception, <laughs> and it's so much better. It's, it's a really good album. Mm. I was I like, to go listen to that. Uh, I, didn't, I was like, I, what? I didn't take the time to do that. The song, oh uh, you, yeah, it's so much better. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Like it, it is. It's produced better, yeah. uh, or it's, it's it's mixed better, um, and it's it's more punk hey. crossover oh, it's stuff. Definitely punk. I'm looking at it right now. The longest song is like two and a yeah, half. Yeah, super. But you know who produced that first album? <laughs> no, Randy Burns. Uh, <laughs> there he is again. Yeah. Yeah, He's all over the place on this podcast. Hey, well, no, he did because he did Peace Cells and he did um, well, not that's Nuclear Scott Assault. Burns is the other one. Yeah, Scott Burns no, was oh, Scott oh, Burns okay. was the Death uh, producer, but Randy Burns is Megadeth and oh, Nuclear Assault. Okay. So, yeah, the first yeah. album is really clean, production wise. Yeah, and it's actually it's got Down with the Ship on it. 
a version of that. Oh, the yeah, the scatterbrain version is better, I think. Yeah. yeah. Last um, train in Clarksville, huh? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's pretty good. <laughs> I yeah, think I do bad. remember that now. Yeah, I yeah. remember that now because I remember a metal version of that song from back in the day. So I I initially was like, you know, this this Power Trip album is really good, and then when I listened to the albums around it, I'm like, ah. <laughs> it's the 88 thing of their better albums are yeah. either before or after yeah you're right <laughs> yeah yeah that first album it's good they did do their classic music classical music yeah, yeah they did yeah yeah Barbara oh yeah Seville. yeah mm-hmm. which is really uh, good yeah. did good. they do one on the first album I can't remember I'm looking at it right now I, I don't think they did I don't think they did no. But they did a was it a Mozart or Beethoven? Oh, oh, I do. I'm pretty so, sure they. Play, I'm pretty sure they played Toccata and Fugue. Sonata number three. Uh, who is that? Been, without googling, anybody. Uh, <laughs> think it's be. Mozart or Beethoven. It's not Beethoven. So it's Mozart. It's well. It might be apparently, Brahms. it's Beethoven. Oh, oh, really? No, I'm sorry. My bad. It is. I don't bad. know who it is. Why don't you don't like classical music? <laughs> 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 yeah, Keith. <laughs> oh no, it is Beethoven. Well, yeah. yeah, it is Beethoven. See, not even close. Not my bad. Beethoven. <laughs> That's right, Beethoven. Beethoven. <laughs> Original metal beef oven. <laughs> uh, oh, get, go get that fruit, dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> Some uh, come on, uh, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted yeah. Uh, um, what is a geek? <laughs> geek. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Scamboogery's the second album by Scatterbrain, and that had. Nothing. A Mozart oh, song. Oh. Yeah. Sonata Eleven. That's that's oh, why it's okay. confusing. That is confusing. Ooh. Yeah. It's probably the best song on that album. It had yeah, Grandma's I mean, House of Babes. Sure it is. It's a cover I, song. I, sure I, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but their covers are really good of the classical oh, yeah. songs. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They, they do them very well. You know what's funny is when I uh, <laughs> in '88, I know Eric felt this way and I felt this way. We thought that uh, Lars was the best drummer. I remember thinking that oh, like nothing's better that? than Lars. Well, because of and Justice for All, I thought, man, that's nothing's going to top that drum wise. Basically, everything else is better. <laughs> Skill wise, <laughs> yeah. all the drummers, all the drummers are better. I, it's, I mean, I still like the drumming on Justice probably more than all of these albums. But in terms of skill, it's weird to go back and go, oh yeah, this this guy is way better than Lars. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember. Um, we were going to see it was the Guns N' Roses, Metallica, and Faith No More was opening. Yeah, and. Uh, our friend Eric from uh, He Wolf, he's he uh, was talking to me about that show, and just before I went to, to that concert, he because w- he didn't go, and he was like, "Well, you're gonna get to see one of the best drummers ever." I was like, "Oh, I know, I'm gonna see Lars." He's like, "No, Mike, Mike Borden. Borden. Mike you're Borden. gonna get to see Mike Borden." I'm like, Mike Borden is not better than Lars. Exactly. <laughs> so good. Come that on, was man. attitude back then. Yeah. We're he's like, like Lars uh, is the Mike best. Borden blows away Lars. I'm like, "No, <laughs> shut up, man. No I way." Know. It's so weird. <laughs> but he was right. 
Yeah, he was always right. Yeah, Mike Bourne's one of, one of the best. So yeah, yeah. But it's just it's just funny to go back. Like even the Ludacris album, I was like, well, Lars couldn't do any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Well, you said in an earlier podcast, Lars has his, different skill sets. His yeah, his skills are in different areas. I mean, even his like his his big his big double bass song, Dyer's Eve. I swear to God that, that he's not playing that song all the way through. That uh, yeah, it's probably the drums sound. Looped. Oh, I'm sure it's looped. Yeah. yeah, he probably he probably nailed it once and then they looped it. Um, I mean they yeah. said those master tapes were so, you know, spliced and taped back together again that if you try to play them, they just fray. Yeah. <laughs> just just there's there's a fill in uh, in one that he's never played live. No, I know the the did it where it goes all the way down the yeah. the toms. Yeah, he never plays it live. Yeah. It's hard because you have to end on your left on the left. Yeah, on, it's on, hard when you. you have, no, you have to go two <laughs> two hit. If you want if you want to hit the symbol with your right hand, you have to go and go one two bam. And it's kind of he doesn't do a lot of that. To be fair, it's the like, bass doesn't copy it either. Yeah, yeah. I guess they they practiced it and they're like that sounds like poop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we didn't mention we mentioned the beginning, but this was our honorable mention. Yeah, Ludacris. Ludacris. Yeah. It's worth. It's worth listening to. It's better than yeah, Ozzy and Death. I would. I, yeah. I mean, I don't not like the album just because the uh, the albums around it are better. I still like the album. Yeah. All, right, all right, I liked well, it okay. I wasn't. It. I'm not going to go back to it a ton. I, I was, no, I, think it was, but I thought it was all right, but I own like, it, so it means I felt I like it filled in, it filled in a gap of my metal knowledge that I, sure, I was yeah. missing out on. I don't. For yeah. me, and I'm the punk guy in this goddamn show. My favorite album of these four is Death Leprosy. What does, have to cool. with, what does it have to do with punk? <laughs> I, it, I don't because because uh, Ludacris you think, is, is yeah. more of a, a crossover. They definitely come from the New York hardcore scene. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 but not that album really. I think that album's yeah. more thrash. I, I think so. I think a lot of the album is kind of hardcore sounding. I thought a lot of it reminded me of DRI, and DRI is definitely like a more of a. I think their early stuff is more of a hardcore. Yeah, the other stuff for sure. sound than, yeah. than the, the metal stuff. So they have a song called "Stuff to Fill Graves." Yeah. Which I think is one of the, my favorite song titles ever. I don't know why. Like it's it's such a weird, morbid but funny song. I don't even know what the lyrics are about. Really, it's just I I, I see that song title come up on on my um, stereo in my car, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> this, is, this is good. I don't know why. Well, what a song title can do, huh? Well, sometimes. Yeah. Like, you rake my eye. They covered that. Oh, that's right. Great, yeah. that's, great, that, great, great. It's a ridiculous song title. and <laughs> Yeah, I kind of want to go listen to Scatterbrain now. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like what Keith was saying. Like, I need to go listen to that first uh, Scatterbrain album. The only good Scatterbrain album. And yeah. you can watch Up in Smoke. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. too. But, but, all right, Scatterbrain, I mean, there was only two albums, right? Didn't they yeah. kind of fall apart mm-hmm. after Scamboogery? After that, Scamboogery, yeah. it was, it was, well, um, it was a merciful death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to hear something funny? If you look up Scatterbrain and Spotify, apparently there's another band called Scatterbrain, and mm-hmm. Spotify thinks it's the same band, because oh. um, I, <laughs> I started going through their catalog, and I'm like, wait, they had an album out in 2011? <laughs> so I started playing it, it's like all techno. Oh wow! And I was like, "Did Tommy Christ go techno or something? <laughs> what the hell?" Drugs seems highly unlikely. Oh, completely here's different band. One interesting thing regarding uh, uh, Ludacris. Uh, turns out, I actually 
opened for him, it looks like. What? Uh, I opened for Who? MDC. He was playing with MDC from 2001 to 2003. Uh, not I mean, I, anyone on this show would know Millions of Dead Cops, but uh, Dave Dichter's band, um, I got to open for them at the sidebar of Baltimore, and this guy was apparently the drummer. It's huh. the time I would have played with him. I actually don't even remember that show, so I must have been drinking <laughs> quite, quite a lot of alcohol. But uh, it's back in your drinking days, right? <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> back in those days. But one way or another, I mean, hey, let's face it. I, I'm lucky to remember 2008, let alone 2001 through three. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I guess I opened for. Uh, the drummer of this band. That's, that's cool. That's something. <laughs> what, what's his how name? How did you figure this out? Huh? That's how, how did you figure this out? Uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> so they had they had. Oh, he the, googled himself. What was the drummer's name? <laughs> of uh, Ludacris? Was it yeah. Ludacris or Scatterbrain? It's Ludacris. Uh, Dave Miranda. Because there's two drummers. There's Dave Miranda on Power Trip, yeah. and there's Al Batross on. The first album. <laughs> but that's Albatross. Nice. Yeah. I'm sure that's his real name. I don't think it's his real name, but yeah. <laughs> Albatross. Oh, all right. Let's see here. Albatross, real named Al Barzan, oh. uh, was a future member of the Arsons and Kill Your Idols, later played with the band MDC. So it was Albatross is who hmm. I got to play with. Nice. Yeah. Huge anus. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Cox. <laughs> Mike, no. Hunt. Like, Mike, Mike Hunt. Mike Hunt. That's it. Yeah, Mike Hunt. Um. Well, Mike, Mike Oxbig. Mike. <laughs> 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 Birthday to Mike Oxbig. Al Nipple. <laughs> uh. Keith, there were there were two albums after Scambogery. Oh, well, God. there's an e- there's an EP and an album called Mundus intellectualis <laughs> what yeah when did that come out um 94 the album did but it's only got seven songs there's a different there's another version of down with the ship what oh really that's got to be on youtube mm-hmm. yeah it's not on spotify i mean after scamboogery you know it was kind of like i okay, mean scamboogery i mean oh, it, it, it's one of those albums it's just like damn yeah, what the hell I happened? No longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's horrible. Grandma's house of babes. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's one of the songs. Good lord! <laughs> you can buy the audio cassette on Amazon for almost three hundred dollars for, <laughs> for that Mundus Intellectuals. They didn't oh, even God. spell it right. Why would you even? Well, because oh, there's probably God. no other way to hear it. Yeah. Man, you really want to hear that album? Well, I kind of now I really do. Shit! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for an album that came out, it's not. Boogery, it's not coming out of this you, podcast. You budget. don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not coming out of the budget. Okay. <laughs> cool. I'm not pitching in on that. I'm sorry. I didn't know we had a budget. <laughs> Shh. You're killing the illusion. Anyway, where are we? So that's so, all the albums. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think. Of these, of course, Overkill is my favorite. Yeah, definitely. By far. I would say. Definitely. Yeah, of course. In fact, it's it's really the only album I liked of these. I mean, well, that's because you're close-minded. 
<laughs> I didn't dislike um, Ludacris. I just am not going to go back to it. But um, that you, you don't know. So you might. I might. I do want to go listen to Scatterbrain. So maybe if I really get into the that first Scatterbrain, yeah, I won't go back. Play the first Scatterbrain and play the first Ludacris. Yeah, I do want to go listen to the first Ludacris. Because it's short and it's quite good. It is. It's like it's like it's like the first Guar album. There's yeah. 28 songs in this. Mm-hmm. 28 minutes yeah, it's, it's really short <laughs> so uh next episode is episode seven take yeah. a wild guess I don't know what we're gonna do there and anyone <laughs> guess which album we're gonna talk about what if you already know cold lake by a celtic frost <laughs> <laughs> that's right i mean it's obvious it's bullshit <laughs> What else did we talk about? Jerry's Ortiz. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What? Wieners on a stick. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Ortiz. Did you learn I'm okay? <laughs> Jerry's Ortiz. What does he say there? Cherry Orchards. Cherry Orchards. Cherry Orchards. What's the next line, though? I don't, I don't know. know. Wieners on a stick. It's wieners on a stick. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a next line. We just we just added that because it was so. No, perfect. he More says something. He does say something. He's got to. <laughs> Jerry's my games. I like how they're all super ugly. They get together on the mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's so weird and like kind of gay. And they're just their like, breath isn't as offensive as their faces. Yeah. And they're singing about hors d'oeuvres and the wieners. It doesn't improve your looks when all three of you are hideous. Oh, like Tom G. Warrior. He was so ugly. And then he's like, how about what if is, I... What is his name? Tom, Tom G. Warrior. Tom G. Warrior. And then he's uh, like, I'm going to glam myself no. up. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is like... Um, like maybe top five worst ideas in metal history. No, it it is the worst. It's the worst. Yeah. It is it is number one, the top of the list. Yeah. Probably All right. Well, has. we covered Celtic Frost. <laughs> now, <laughs> hey, now, Into the Pandemonium is an incredible album. So now, what are we gonna do for the next episode? You guys ruined. Oh crap! I don't uh, know. We'll have to come up with this whole plan. I, I have an idea. We're have to think of something <laughs> else. What is your idea? There's Judas, an album that has Judas seven Priest. In it. Ram it down. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Wait, That's, he said something about seven. There's an album that Iron Maiden put out that has a seven in it. Oh, what is that? <laughs> is that Number of the Beast? Is it I, one of those albums with like uh, Roman numerals? <laughs> <laughs> no. Virtual X. Well, X is a ten. <laughs> That's almost Not a seven. that one. This is dumb. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> Your face is dumb. You all you get the show on it. <laughs> so. Iron Maiden and Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, that's right. Even worse. Uh, I don't want to mention Weird Al. No. <laughs> no, I think we're going to dedicate an entire show to Iron Maiden. Yeah, I think, I think that's. I think they might deserve that. You might have to do that. Yeah. 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 So, Seventh Son of a Seventh Son will be the seventh episode of Somewhere in Time. Wow. Whoa. Do you think we like Iron Maiden? <laughs> we might. Spoiler alert. I think we might like this next album. That's very confusing. <laughs> it's an album called Seventh Son by a band Iron Maiden on a yeah. podcast called Somewhere in Time. It's, yeah. It's That'll another be another album episode. by Iron Maiden. Exactly. And it's the album and before after this that, one. After we talk about that album, we've kind of run the gamut, and there's one more that we may talk about after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no maybe. Four part miniseries. 
Yeah, right. That's not enough. That's not enough no, hearts. Not. Four. This was all just leading up to like you're, all this you're was just have practice. One episode per song, aren't you? Yeah. That's a great oh, idea. God. What a great idea. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. The uh, "To Live Is to Die" episode might not be. Well. Not a lot to talk about. Talk about. Oh shit! We just gave away with albums. No one figured that out. Yeah. All right. Let's um. Let's talk some social media so Joe can tune tune out. What? Why would I tune out? Because you don't like the social media. I don't. Yeah, you're right. I don't. Well, we're on it anyway. So we're on uh, facebook.com slash somewhere in time podcast. Uh, Twitter, our handle is at SIT music podcast and Instagram.com slash somewhere in time podcast. Yeah, um, that's it. Are you going to be there? I'm going to be there. How about you? How about you? How about you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. <laughs> Talk to you later. That's right. Bye bye. See you. Fuck off. <laughs> energy. Energy. Aggression. Power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. Metal and in certain other forms of rock give teenagers something to believe in that they get no place else. The human element of making music is what's most important. Singing into a microphone and learning to play an instrument, that's the most important thing.